0: Okay, uh, today, Ronnie Latecro is my guest for this episode. He is the founding member of the Norwegian heavy metal band TNT, a band that has sold around four or five million records worldwide. And he now has a new album out with the artist Leadfoot called Limited Edition Lava Lamp. And we're going to discuss that new album, some of the, the other guest appearances he's done, old stuff with TNT and some new stuff with TNT. So all this and more coming right up. Okay. Welcome, Ronnie. How you doing? I'm doing fine. That's good. Okay. So we got a new album here with uh, another one with Leadfoot. This is called Limited Edition Lava Lamp, and I heard it was recorded in eight days. So was it yeah. in eight days, or was the songwriting uh, written like, uh, what, are you sending each other tracks, or were you in the same room?
1: uh i came to the table with a few tracks and uh Ledfoot did the same thing so, so we had some stuff pre-written you know but but actually recording was and mixing was eight days so it was uh, pretty compressed
0: okay so like you just brought the songs in in those eight days that you kind of rework some of them in this in those eight days in the studio yeah, yeah.
1: the band is uh, the most of it is based based on live takes so the whole band was just sitting in with us the whole time so That was cool, yeah, just like in the old days,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. Um, so let's go through the, some of the tracks. Like the first song called Little Rosie, tell me what that one's about because it's it's kind of telling a story. Um, is that like a fictional story? Is that a, based on a true story?
1: Uh, originally, it was uh, a song I wrote in Nor- Norwegian language, native Norwegian language, and uh, Tim kind of Translated it and uh, made it into a different topic, a more heavy topic because it's actually a murder ballad. You know, uh, Little Rosie, she's got this boyfriend Johnny Jazz, you know, and he's uh, doing all the wrong things, and he dies from a bullet hole in the middle of his head, etc. And Little Rose, she's doing uh, speed and uh, ecstasy and all, all the stuff you're supposed to stay away from.
0: <laughs> yeah, beautiful song. <laughs> it's a dark. Thank but- you yeah it's dark, kind of, dark, dark, yeah it's kind of like got a cool mix on this album like crying the second song is that's kind of like a slower sad song i would say yeah
1: uh, i would say this it is it's like melancholic crying uh, dark melancholy in some way it's it's obviously kind of a song about uh not lost love but uh, kind, of, kind of trying to see and uh, appreciate appreciate uh, the person you're with when the person is there or something well, that,
0: like that oh okay Th- yeah no that's a that's a good way to look at it then i think my favorite song is the third one ego in the coffin which is kind of it's almost doesn't fit with the rest of the album because a lot of the album is more slow slower uh, acoustic yeah. folk kind of music this one's a little more uh rockin', it's electric it's got that really cool I would call like an evil bluesy riff. It kind of reminds me of guns and roses a little bit. How did that song come about? Cause that's, I think that one is my favorite.
1: Uh, I have an American friend called Bob Iken, and he used to say, uh, you know, and he said, Oh, his ego is so big that you can't fit it in the coffin with him. <laughs> so, so, so. So uh, and when uh Ledfoot heard that line, he said, "Oh, we're just going to write the song. The ego in the coffin." So he went ahead and did the lyrics. And while I wanted like an upside down kind of rock bluesy riff, so 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 that's what you hear. It's like I don't know. It's it's uh, to me it, it sounds fresh anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I love. So you came up with that riff because the riff is like amazing.
1: Yeah, that's the typical Ronnie Lattacro riff.
0: <laughs> okay and then the song how hard is it that's another kind of a slower kind of a ballad with some blues acoustic. is that um is that a keyboard playing on that or is that that's not real strings is it
1: uh we used uh melotron uh like a real melotron 70s melotron for the entire album pretty much with, with the different sounds so uh yeah that's probably what you hear uh, and maybe some pedal steel effects here and also, I do some whammy stuff with with my guitar. That maybe sounds like violins here and there.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah, and then yeah, like never use your eyes. That's kind of got like a gypsy vibe, I would say. And then the lim- yeah. kind of similar to the limited edition lava lamp. That one's kind of got the psychedelic. And obviously, the song mm-hmm. Sailor. I mean, that just screams '60s. Was there a lot of '60s kind of influence for this album?
1: Uh, I would say so. You're right on track here,
0: uh, my friends. Uh,
1: Because what we were looking for was like a late 60s, early 70s vibe. And uh, how they recorded it and worked it out as well. We were just looking for that kind of same vibe. Mm -hmm. Uh, At the same time, we didn't want to sound like a museum, you know. So it's obviously more modern (laughs) technology than back then.
0: Absolutely, yeah. And then the song Sister... Um, that was inspired or that's a cover actually from the the song uh, from the movie color of purple and that, and that was, uh, you were really inspired by that movie. Talk about that.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think the message of the movie is great. And, uh, then when I heard the original many years ago, I started fooling around with it and tried to sing it an octave below in the man with the man's voice then of course i had to alter the lyrics because the originally is from a sister to a sister mm. well uh this one this one had to be a, to a sister from a brother
0: <laughs> right yeah no that's really cool and then uh, the last song is this hurtful game it's another uh kind of a dark sad song mm. like emotional pain when you write these kind of sad songs is it is it cathartic or is it like hard to write it because you're you're you know harnessing these dark emotions
1: uh i think i write brighter lyrics than maybe leadfoot does so so when he gets his flavor puts his flavor on it it, it tends to become darker than when, than my approach uh but but hey it's, it's like delicious darkness
0: <laughs> yeah no i love it so fans can pre-order this album now um and there, one of them has a. It's a limited edition vinyl copy, right?
1: Yeah, it is a picture disc. I think even with uh so, 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 we're doing it uh, the old school way.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, when I was reading it though, I think I, I, I almost screwed up because I thought it said that it came that you could order a limited edition lava lamp, like an actual lava lamp, and I was like, oh, I thought that was <laughs> such a great idea. Like you guys should wow. do it. Yeah, right? we Wonderful. should.
1: Well, thank you for giving me a great business idea, man. I'm, I'm, yeah. uh, gonna, do, I'm gonna do that tomorrow, of course.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because a
1: limited edition of a lamp, of course. That'd
0: be amazing, yeah. Were, are you guys gonna do any live shows to support this record?
1: Uh, we're starting uh, in October. Where we're doing a tour in Scandinavia, October, November. Uh, prior to that, I'm doing uh, quite a few TNT shows, different festivals this summer in Europe, uh, this spring and. And summer with the TNT.
0: Yeah, how's that going? The TNT reunion. You have all these shows lined yeah, up. It's going okay. Uh, I've become friends
1: again and uh, started rehearsals, and uh, a lot of concerts are, are uh, popping up all over the world. A lot of offers. So uh, yeah, I think this is the chance to to see TNT the next year or two.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've never seen Maybe. him, So hopefully you'll come to the U.S. You did. Oh, you- I would
1: lo- <laughs> I would love to do that. Hmm.
0: Yeah, that would be amazing. Um, what about, and would there be a new album with Tony?
1: Uh, we're discussing maybe putting out an EP maybe to start with, but uh, it's nothing settled. So, but, but uh, I can say we're working on new materials. Definitely.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah. Cause I know uh, we, we,
1: we, we, we just want it to be fucking amazing and grand before we release anything. So
0: sure. No, that makes sense. I know before Tony rejoined the band, you stayed friends with him, and you were talking about doing kind of a page plant type of album. Is that still yeah, right. on the table? Uh,
1: it's strange that you mention it because we did a tour together this uh, fall. We did a tour in Norway, 15 shows where we did kind of do that with a kind of avant-garde with a lot of movies, dancers, actors, and different type of materials. And, and that was really successful and fun to do. So, yeah uh we've been discussing it and we, we still
0: are yeah very cool well, I, I look forward to both of those how do you keep such a good relationship with tony where he can leave the band and come back and there's no hard feelings like you stay friends with him through all that it seems very mature.
1: it is i mean we respect each other and uh, you know we've had our struggles me and him too but we, we overcome that so uh, we, we are, uh, I mean, spiritual and musical brothers, uh, I guess. So, and hey, uh, the shit happens in life. So, whatever. We, we don't look back. We just continue forward. Or yeah.
0: Okay, so how how do you when you have your struggles? How do you get through that? Because there's so many other younger bands. I feel I could take a page out of your book and and learn from this
1: uh yeah i think we we should maybe be like in the the music schools how to survive 42 years without killing each other or something (laughs) (laughs) yeah so but 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 it's hard i think it's hard to keep kind of a legacy and the band name up there for 42 years it's uh it it takes a lot but uh, hey we did it so
0: (laughs) yeah no it's really you know what i love about tnt it's so funny i realize this the songs are so catchy but you can't sing along to them. I was trying to sing along to a TNT sure. song yesterday. And I'm like, I can't <laughs> sing this. I can't hit these notes.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that, it, it's something mystical about the sound.
0: Yeah, when people when you're playing live, do people try to sing along to the songs cuz I don't they can't
1: sing that high. Ah, uh, yeah, they sing on on the obvious tracks like 7 seas, 10,000 lovers. But, but, of course they sing an octave below, maybe.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Maybe that's what I need to do. Yeah. I think yeah. My, my favorite TNT song or one of them has got to be everyone's a star. And it's so interesting when yeah. I listen to the song now, it seems like it's written for today's times with all the social media. Everyone's got a TikTok or a podcast or a band. Um, yeah. They're all promoting themselves. Like they're a star, but it was written in the eighties. So what were you guys talking about back then?
1: wow that's so weird to say that because i didn't think about it like that but it's obvious it, it's suddenly the lyrics are contemporary uh i think it was more a message that uh, everybody was a star that they didn't have the tools of internet uh, they were not able to be stars so that when the band told them that you have the same value as us that, that was i think the the message Uh, which wasn't in the 80s, which was the most commercial uh, stuff uh, when everybody was singing about uh, pussy and all that stuff, right? (laughs) And TNT (laughs) would come in songs like Listen to Your Heart, Everyone's a Star, 10,000 Lovers in One. I mean, a lot of these are are positive topics.
0: Yeah, no, I love it. Like, I was listening to the song uh, Tonight I'm Falling, and I listened to that song and I thought, This is so catchy and it just it felt like it took me back to like the 80s like not in a bad way it was just very nostalgic like reminding me i was like an in the 80s movie do you ever get Hmm. nostalgic when you listen to old tnt songs or have you played them so many times that the memories Uh, have kind of like gotten blurred
1: no sometimes when i i get the same things sometimes when if i listen to it uh, i get the time uh, travel Suddenly, I'm uh, suddenly I'm in the back seat in the car in uh, California, and it's Friday night, and I'm young and free. A little you know, all that kind of feeling, do you know?
0: Yeah, no, that's great. So you have a lot of good memories of of those times.
1: Oh, definitely, uh, and all the friends I made, you know, both in uh, all over Europe and America, and uh, all the interesting p- people I. Uh, I met through this journey. It's been, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy and
0: content. Yeah, that's really cool. You know, it's interesting. I was reading about the TNT uh, Wikipedia yesterday, uh, and the the album "Knights N- uh, of the New Thunder." I didn't realize yeah, right. the original album cover featured these like naked ladies, and it was censored everywhere except Japan. Uh, did yeah. that piss you off, or did you kind of th- realize it's probably going to get censored, or what did you think of that? No, uh, no, no,
1: that- no, we didn't realize that because we came from a uh, pretty sexually free, you know, Scandinavia. So so, so the tits the, has never been a, a thing because uh, women, they, they're topless on all the beaches, right?
0: Hmm, I need to go to yeah. Scandinavia. <laughs>
1: Yeah, there's no no limitations where you can turn t- t- yourself topless, uh,
0: but it was banned so. in your own country too, right? Excuse me. The album was banned in your country, though, wasn't it?
1: Oh no, 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 no! It came oh. out here, you know, uh, in Japan and Norway. You know. Oh, those uh, are the really
0: only excited.
1: two. Then. Okay. Yeah, they only the, the rest of the world. Censored. It. <laughs> All um, the territories.
0: Yeah. Uh, um, w- when you look back at uh, your catalog with TNT, is there any songs that you think maybe should have been bigger hits that didn't?
1: Uh, I think uh, maybe My Religion from my, my re- re- Religion album, or and maybe a song called Perfectly from that album, I, I think is maybe one of my favorites.
0: Okay. Um, and what about? Um, I know when I talked to Tony, I don't, I don't think he was too big of a fan of the realized fantasies albums. Do you feel the same way? Like you were? I think you said yeah, something yeah. about how they kind of tried to force you guys to be something that you weren't.
1: Yeah, I think we both have the same feeling it was uh, that album was a struggle uh, because of the interference from the business people. Uh, because we uh, we we were the guys that had the code, we knew how to do this, and suddenly we got a lot of chefs running around uh, cooking some fucking shit.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like they were try like you were saying earlier, like you guys weren't really singing about chasing women and stuff. It was different. And they were trying to make you kind of more of a party band.
1: Yeah, it didn't work. Yeah.
0: So now you get to, isn't that kind of the advantage now? Like um, you have a lot more freedom. You don't have these major labels that are kind of breathing down your neck. You have a lot more freedom with the smaller labels, right?
1: definitely at the same time uh, i missed uh, the big label days uh, you know obviously because of the economy too but also the, the whole distribution thing That that music was more visible you know everywhere yeah uh, how do
0: you stand out like with this new album i mean obviously you're doing press for it um and you're trying to get the word out but how else can you stand out there's so much music out there uh how do you get the word out about a new album
1: i just uh, try to uh, promote it consistently and i I realize it's just a part of uh, the same path Uh, like you you see i constantly uh, release new material with some you know solo albums or with other people so for me it, it just it has become a musical journey more than uh, like uh, getting some recognition or or stuff like that right
0: yeah is it, is it more for your creative process like it just feels yeah like-
1: it's, 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 yeah I, I do this for my own head No, create new music and uh, uh, yeah to, to to kind of uh, fix traumas and uh, and give the world uh, hopefully some good riffs and <laughs> some yeah. good songs
0: no I love it it's, it's good album it's I mean hopefully TNT fans will give it a chance because it is different than TNT but it's still oh, good yeah. and I and I think I like what you said about you know maybe doing an album like a page and plant with Tony because you guys have grown up and you're you know you're older and that's that's okay I think it's cool to make music that sounds like that like th- this one that you made with Leadfoot it's cool thank you yeah uh, but to talk about, too, about uh, your relationship with Zach Wilde, because I know he's a big fan of you. You're a fan of him. What kinds of interactions do you guys have? Would you ever collaborate on a project or something?
1: Oh, yeah, I would if he called me. Uh, we met twice, and both times has been a really cool time. So I respect him uh, so much. And, uh, he was so kind uh, and sweet uh, to, uh, with me. So, uh, yeah, that's a great guy so have I, you ever, I wish him all, all the best
0: <laughs> have you ever done you never done any shows with him because i know he has he has a couple different projects that he's involved with
1: yeah i've been playing with my my own solo band i played the festival when he did uh, his solo band uh, some years ago I, I can't remember maybe seven eight oh, okay. years ago yeah. then uh, tnt supported aussie uh, osborne when he played with aussie so oh.
0: that's so, really so we, cool yeah, that's neat I, I was looking at your uh bio and how many guest appearances you've done holy crap like you've done so many guest appearances um and i was looking through and then i i saw one that stood out to me it was a you did work on twisted sisters album but i couldn't figure out uh it was the love is for suckers album uh, i think one thing said you did the arrangements and another thing said you played so which did you do the arrangements or did you play was All
1: it I think it was Red Beach or or the other guys. I think uh, Eddie or something that played that stuff. But I wrote a few riffs on like five six songs. I made uh, "Me and the Boys" and a few other songs I remember. So and I also had, and still have a great relationship with uh, D. Snyder.
0: Yeah, uh, he's fun. He's so, a character.
1: Yeah, so you know, I stayed with uh, at his house f- for a period of time. Uh, when we worked on some of that stuff and uh, his wife susette she made uh, some of uh, you know the, the the cool clothes i was wearing in the 80s uh, 90s
0: oh yeah uh, she- and,
1: and we did a commercial together uh, i wrote a commercial where uh, that he sang on uh, five years ago uh, a commercial in norway a tv commercial so, so so we still have you know some con- connection.
0: Oh that's cool. I have to google. I didn't I didn't see that. Is there any other uh any other upcoming guest appearances that you have? Like it seems like you're so busy with
1: uh, that. No, I'm producing a couple of young acts now. Other than that I'm pretty much uh, keeping focused on the TNT stuff for a while. Oh okay. Uh, but but uh, trust me, I'm going to keep on uh, releasing psychedelic albums uh, <laughs> forever. Yeah
0: that's cool well when the producing um what is that like because i always ask uh artists that like hey do you ever want to help like produce or mentor or manage a young band and most of them say no so that's really cool that you're doing that you're kind of helping out are you giving a lot of your uh, music business experience to these younger bands when you produce them yeah
1: yeah i, lo- I love to build them i try to help them out with the uh, record deals uh, all this stuff and-, and that's i think that's really good thing it gives me a lot of of energy to do it
0: yeah i love no i love that i always try to help people out um i always try to end each episode promoting a charity is there a charity that you've worked with or that you want to promote here at the end
1: yes my friends uh, i would like to promote amnesty international
0: okay Explain
1: which, is, which is which is an organization that uh uh, kind of uh, protects uh, human rights everywhere people that are in prison for various political uh, stuff it could be in China you know all these countries where they put people in prison for no reason or, or political prisoners uh, all over the world so it's uh, amnesty international
0: yeah okay i've definitely heard of that yeah i just i, I guess i forgot what that was about that that sounds great um and yeah i know you were talking before about how um you guys are kind of you're not in the war with Russia, but your your country borders them. So it's kind of like something that's concerning.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, it's a little bit hot. Uh, th- then again, uh, Norway, we have a long history with Russia uh, in peace. So uh, and uh, Russia, they know they can't win a uh, winter war in Norway because we're a mountain country and uh, like afghanistan you saw what happened in afghanistan with the russians or even with the the nato forces (laughs) yeah we we get kicked yeah yeah yeah. any intruder they get kicked out of mountain right so so we don't fear uh, we don't fear the russians uh, like in the military sense but uh if i get on the plane uh, from here, it takes uh, just takes an hour and forty five minutes, and I'm in Kiev, right wow. in Ukraine.
0: Yeah.
1: that's how so close. It. Yeah, so then then, th- you, then then you then you kind of get the perspective if you get on the plane in the U S. one uh, and a half hour, one forty five. That's how close it is. Uh,
0: so. Yeah, no, definitely. Like I know you're not a fan of Putin, and uh, I heard you talking about some song that you wrote called. Putin my ass. (laughs) Yeah. I was was looking for that. When is that coming out? And what is that under Uh, your store?
1: No, I was thinking about holding it for a little while until the Russians have lost the war. So.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, I look forward to hearing that. Um, People should check out the new album with you and Leadfoot called uh, Limited Edition Lava Lamp, which hopefully they can get a real lava lamp soon. That would be cool. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'll do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah shows with TNT as well maybe US I hope um, I, I I would almost fly out for this uh, what is it called the Tons of Rock Festival this looks amazing it's got Guns and Roses, Skid Row, Pantera uh, Hailstorm and you guys yeah. that sounds it's going to be a really yeah. fun show so cool thank you so much yeah. Ryan. anything else
1: nothing sir I hope to see you soon in America
0: okay sounds good see you later bye 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 bye, from, bye bye from Europe. Well, that was a fun one. Uh, Ronnie was great to talk to, such a great guitarist and songwriter. Check out the new album with him and Leadfoot. Again, it's called Limited Edition Lava Lamp and catch him on tour with Leadfoot or TNT. And also keep an eye out for possibly new music from TNT. Uh, besides seeing his show or buying his new music, you can support Ronnie by following him on social media and liking and comment commenting on his stuff. Uh, much the same way you can support this podcast, So also make sure you are subscribed to this show wherever you listen or watch. Have a great rest of your day and shoot for the moon.